Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, everyone. Welcome into your latest episode of Nothing But Bets. I am your host, Evan Sattery. I'm a national NBA reporter, Phoenix Suns beat writer, and your local gambling insider for BasketballNews.com. I am here today for our latest episode, Nothing But Bets, on the BasketballNews.com podcast network. We're here every single day for you, going over the picks in the morning to go through the NBA slate each day. And we have a monster slate before we hit Halloween. This is Halloween Eve on October 30th. 11 games on docket tonight in the NBA. I'm going to be going through every single one, including some same-game parlays as well as they are available. As you all know by now, I write out all my picks and the same-game parlays when they become available each morning and late afternoon on basketballnews.com. But let's go ahead and dive into our slate today. The first one is at 510 Eastern time. The Boston Celtics travel to the Washington Wizards. Last time these two teams played in Boston, the Wizards came out on top and won. The Warriors have been a really impressive team so far. They're just a lot of depth. I covered them in the offseason with just how they built correctly this time, I think, around Bradley Beal. A lot of depth, a lot of shooting versatility, a lot of defensive versatility on top of that as well. This time around, though, Boston is one-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road, but I do like the road underdog here. I like the Boston Celtics to win this game outright at plus 100 money line odds, and if you just want to go point spread there, plus one-and-a-half points, I think that makes an awful lot of sense to me to ride Boston here. Jason Tatum's been on a hot streak recently. Jalen Brown is also pouring in some points. Marcus Smart is kind of handling the point guard duties, but you're seeing a lot of team effort from everyone, from Tatum, Brown, Al Horford, Smart, when it comes to playmaking in the starting lineup. But I do like the, the Celtics on the road to outright win this game and cover the spread of one and a half. I think, quite honestly, these, teams are very, these two teams are very equally matched, and I just, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics here. And for those out there, who want to ride the Celtics money line and throw in a same game parlay on DraftKings, wherever platform you're using as well. I have the Celtics money line, Jason Tatum, 20 plus points, Jalen Brown, 15 plus points, and Bradley Beal from the Wizards, 20 plus points. That is plus 205 odds on DraftKings if you want to boost up your odds a little bit if you're riding the Celtics tonight. But this could be a very close game. I like the road underdog here in Boston to win this game outright in Washington. The next game on the docket here is the New Orleans Pelicans hosting the New York Knicks. The Knicks have been one of the best stories of the NBA season so far. Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Tom Thibodeau has guys playing really well on both sides of the court. They just went into Chicago and knocked off the undefeated Bulls a couple days ago. I love the Knicks here. I love them enough to cover the spread as well at minus six. The Pelicans are on the second eye of a back-to-back. Just a really bad loss to Sacramento. Uh, at home last night, Brandon Ingram really struggled from the field. Jonas Valanciunas did well, but outside of that, really no one else from New Orleans stepped up. So the fatigue factor is something to play around with here. I love New York here. I think they cover the spread outright. And for those who want to ride with the same game parlay on here as well, 
I really like, as you can tell with Knicks-related stuff, I love the Julius Randle props because he is their best player on the court. And more often than not, he does hit these on almost every single night. So for a four-pick prop to double your money at plus 100 odds, I like the Knicks money line. Or if you want to go even higher than that, cover the spread because that's going to be my official bet, Knicks minus six. So you can go ahead and toss in the spread here. Julius Randle, 15-plus points. Julius Randle, 8-plus rebounds. And at least one three-pointer made for Julius Randle. So that's a quick way to double your money. A good game for Julius Randle. The Knicks to cover the spread on the road in New Orleans. I think the Knicks are a lot better team than the Pelicans are right now. So I'm going to go with the Knicks, minus 6, over the New Orleans Pelicans. Next game on tap. I'm really excited for this one at 7-10 Eastern time. The debut of number 1 overall pick, Cade Cunningham, in Detroit against the Orlando Magic. The Magic coming off the second half of back-to-back as well. They just lost a really close game in Toronto. But I'm riding the Cade Cunningham train here. I think Cade Cunningham is going to have a really good game in his NBA debut. He might struggle early on, but getting Orlando as his first game is a really solid matchup between him and Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony in Orlando. It's going to be a really fun matchup to watch in the backcourt on both sides. I'm going to go with the Cade Cunningham effect here. I think the Pistons get their first win of the season at minus 220 money line. I don't like it enough to cover the five and a half point spread. I think they win this game outright. I think it's a very close game to the end, but I love the Pistons here to outright win this game and Cade Cunningham to have a very solid NBA debut. Next up here is the Atlanta Hawks visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. I love the Hawks here at plus three and a half and also outright to win this game at plus 140. I think Philadelphia... They're struggling without Ben Simmons. I think we all knew that would happen a little bit at the start of the season, but Joel Embiid is already injured. He's playing on a bum knee right now. You can tell he's not the same Joel Embiid right now, which is disappointing. But as we know in Embiid's career, usually injuries pop up. It's already popping up this early in the season. Atlanta, as we know, last year in the playoffs went into Philadelphia and won in a seven-game series. I think Trey Young goes into Philly and makes a statement tonight. I think it's a really big game. I think John Collins plays well as well. I think, quite honestly, Atlanta is the better team than Philadelphia at this point. I think the Hawks finish higher in the Eastern Conference than than the Philadelphia 76, 76ers do, unless they make a trade for Ben Simmons or Ben Simmons eventually comes back and clicks with this team. I think the Hawks go into Philly tonight, make a statement on the road, and cover the spread and outright win this game at plus 140 odds. I just think, quite honestly, the Hawks have the better depth. They have the more star power, and they have a big in Clint Capella and in John Collins who can match up adequately against Joel Embiid as well. You're betting a lot on Seth Curry and Tobias Harris and a lot of role players in Philly to make up the difference here in this matchup. And I'm kind of surprised, quite honestly, that the spread is favoring Philadelphia by three and a half. I love the Hawks to cover the spread here and to win this game outright at plus 140 odds on DraftKings. The next game on Docky here, the Toronto Raptors are at the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Both teams on the second night of a back-to-back. The Pacers really hung close with the Brooklyn Nets last night up until the second half when James Harden took over that game, as did Kevin Durant. I really have been waffling back and forth about this one. Toronto and Indiana are kind of the same teams to me. They're kind of just so maddeningly inconsistent that I don't know what to do in this one. I'm going to roll with here the Indiana Pacers money line. I think this is going to be a very close game. Not enough to cover the spread. I think this could be a one-possession game. I think that's why Vegas is at three and a half. They're trying to push you one way or the other if it's a multiple-possession game. 
But I think the guy to watch out for here is Chris Duarte. Actually, DeMontis Sabonis and Duarte, among two-man lineup combinations so far this year, have played the most minutes together. So Rick Carlisle trusts him alongside DeMontis Sabonis, the face of their franchise. Sabonis obviously loves playing with Duarte as well. And Duarte is the ultimate green light. I, think, I love watching him play. I think he's already forcing the Pacers' hand, so to say, in their long-term future, what to do with TJ Warren and Miles Turner, Karis LeVert potentially as well. I think Duarte is making a statement already in the NBA, which is awesome to watch. I understandably so was wrong already about the Duarte pick. I mean, he was already 24 years old, same age as Devin Booker when he entered the NBA, who was entering his seventh season himself. But Duarte has proven to be a legit go-to scorer for the Pacers already in the backcourt. I'll be interested to see what happens once Levert returns and once TJ Warren returns. Levert is closer to returning than Warren. I think Levert's supposed to return, according to Pacers media, within the next couple of weeks. So I'll be interesting to see what happens with Duarte's minutes then. But in the meantime, I do like Indiana to win this one. They got really smacked around by Toronto a couple of days ago before they played Brooklyn. It was not even a close game when they played in Toronto. I think Indiana returns the favor. I'm going to roll the Pacers money line at minus 160 in a very close game. Scotty Barnes and OG and Anobi are going to do some damage, but I'm going to roll with the home team here since they are so evenly matched in my opinion. I'm going to go with the Pacers money line at minus 160 odds. Next game on the docket here at 810 Eastern time, the undefeated Utah Jazz are in Chicago to play the Chicago Bulls. I love the Jazz here. I, I think it's going to be a very close game though because we already saw the Bulls lost Patrick Williams already this season, which is a tough blow for the Chicago Bulls, their former top five pick. He's played very well within the role they're asked him to as a small ball four who can really play against these bulkier wings in the NBA we see nowadays. He's playing such an important role in Chicago as a two-way defender and an excellent three-point shooter. And he's also doing the dirty work for Chicago as well, just fitting in like a glove as sort of the fourth or fifth option for the Bulls. But he's now gone for the season with a wrist injury. It'll be tough for the Bulls to try to find someone to replace a guy like Patrick Williams, who's young and so talented already. So I really love the Utah Jazz here to keep their undefeated streak going to start the season in Chicago and winning this game outright. I think it's going to be a very close game once again. So I'm not comfortable to go with the four-point spread, but I would not blame you at all if you went the four-point spread here. I'm going to go Jazz Moneyline minus 180. I need to get the job done on the road. And Utah has looked a part of the best team in the NBA so far this year alongside the Miami Heat. So those are two teams to watch out for the rest of the season. I think those two teams are in the elite tiers of their separate conferences. I'm going with tonight's game, Jazz Moneyline over the Chicago Bulls. I think the Jazz get it done. There's the better overall team right now than the Chicago Bulls. Next up is the team I just mentioned. They're on the road in Memphis. You have the Miami Heat two-point underdogs against the Memphis Grizzlies. I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. Probably the most entertaining game of Saturday's slate, to be quite honest. John Moran and the Grizzlies have been super fun to watch so far, but Miami looks like a juggernaut, quite honestly. You have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry doing their thing as a potent big three so far, but the big storyline to me has been Tyler Hero making that year three jump as a sixth man. I think right now he's the sixth man of the year favorite, but He's pouring in 20-plus points. He's playing very high IQ basketball as well for Miami. I just think he's going to force his way in the starting lineup here very soon. And I loved Hero coming out of Kentucky. I think he actually reminiscing his game a little bit after Devin Booker. I think he's a guy eventually is going to be a 20-plus point per game score consistently. He's already showing that so far this year for Miami. I love the Heat. I think they're a better overall team than Memphis. So I like the Heat plus two here. I like the Heat outright to win at plus 110 odds as well. 
I think this is a game that's going to be very close to the end. Probably the game of the night on Saturday's NBA slate, an 11-game slate, just a gigantic one. But I love Miami outright to win this game on the road on the second half of back-to-back. I just need to get the job done and the Heat make a statement once again so far in the NBA season that they are a legit force to be reckoned with. They terrify to play against. They have the number one defensive rating. All of their offseason off additions have done well. You're seeing internal development from Tyler Hero as well. I think this team is going to be a mid-50s win team by the end of the season, probably a two or three seed in the East, potentially number one seed with the way they played so far. So I think they make a statement in Memphis tonight and win a very close game against the Grizzlies. So I'm rolling with the, the Heat, taking the points here as the underdog and outright to win as the underdog at plus 110 odds. The next game here is the Minnesota Timberwolves hosting the Denver Nuggets. I think this is another game that's going to be very close. We're having a hell of a slate here on the NBA schedule the night before Halloween. I like Minnesota here as the favorite at minus two and a half points. I think they outright cover the spread as well. Anthony Edwards has been awesome to watch, as has Carl Anthony Towns. I think this team is going to be pushing for a play-in seed in the West this year. They're just playing their asses off on both ends, and that's super fun to watch. And I think, quite honestly, the Wolves make their own statement in Minnesota tonight and win against the Denver Nuggets. Nicole Jokic has been awesome to watch so far. They just blew out the, the Dallas Mavericks. But I think the more rested legs in Minnesota get the job done. I think it's going to be a very close game throughout. But I'm rolling with the young Wolves to make it their own statement as well. It's just a statement Saturday here that I think is going to be across the board for multiple teams. I like Minnesota outright to cover the spread at minus two and a half points. But I could easily see Denver keeping this one close throughout. So I'm going to go Minnesota to cover the spread at minus two and a half, minus 110 odds and to really show that they are going to be a team in the West that's going to be fighting and very feisty throughout this regular season. Next up here is the San Antonio Spurs uh, and in Milwaukee, facing the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a six and a half point spread. I love the Bucks here to cover the spread at minus six and a half. I think just the Bucks right now, even with the injuries with Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez, I think they're just a lot better team than San Antonio. The Spurs have actually been surprisingly competitive so far this year. I think we'll have to see later on if that continues, if it can continue on through the all-star break, so to say. But right now, they've been very awesome to watch. You have these young guys like Yaka Pertle, Devin Vassell, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, all doing their thing for Greg Popovich. I think this is a situation, though, in Milwaukee, in Pfizer Forum, where Giannis Antetokounmpo has a monster game. I think Chris Middleton steps up as well. Milwaukee gets the job done. I think it's a blowout game tonight. I think six and a half is not enough in this one. I think the Bucks make a statement and win by... Double digits tonight. I'm going to go and say that. I think it's one of my best locks of the night is Bucks six and a half over the San Antonio Spurs. I think this is a game where it's not really close in the fourth quarter. If it is, kudos to San Antonio because this team is super fun to watch. It's very entertaining basketball with Greg Popovich, but they have the two best players on the court quite easily in Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. So I'm going to go with the Bucks with the point spread at minus six and a half. The Golden State Warriors are hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Warriors are 12.5-point favorites as well. I'm going to go with the Warriors to cover the spread. It's a gigantic one, I know. I'm usually not one to take double-digit spreads, but I'm surprised with the way the Warriors played and kind of collapsed in the second half against that Grizzlies team a couple nights ago. Oklahoma City got their own win recently against the Los Angeles Lakers. They're more rested than Golden State, too, but I just think this is one where the Warriors take it very seriously throughout after their loss against Memphis at home as well. I think Stephen Curry has a big game. You see Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and the rest of the Warriors veteran role players all step up as well. I think this one is over by the fourth quarter. So you have to keep an eye on if they rest some guys at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and maybe that spread is in danger. But I think this is one of those games where Steph Curry goes completely nuclear and has this one over within the first three quarters. 
I think Shea Gillis Alexander has a solid game for Oklahoma City, but I think the Warriors cover the spread at minus 12 and a half, 12 and a half points on DraftKings, and Curry has a monster game. For an SGP, if you want to go in there as well, I have a five-pick one here. I have the Warriors with the spread, Stephen Curry 25-plus points, Shea Gilgis Alexander 20-plus points, Stephen Curry at least four made threes, and SGA to make at least one three. That gets you well over doubling your odds on DraftKings. So that's one if you want to tail an SGP tonight. That's one of my favorite SGPs on the night. Next one here, and our final one on the docket tonight, in my local Phoenix, Arizona at the Footprint Center, we have the Phoenix Suns hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers, who just lost tonight in Los Angeles against the Lakers. That's a 10-point spread. I think that's too much for me right now with the way the Suns have played. And also the Cavaliers have been super feisty throughout. Evan Mobley looks like a legit superstar in the making for Cleveland. What a hell of a pick that was for the Cavaliers. Him and Jared Allen are a really fortified front court defensively. Laurie Markinen's actually doing really solid for the Cavaliers as well as a big jumbo three. Darius Garland, Colin Sexton's a really fun backcourt as well. The Phoenix Suns are a better team, though. I think this is one where they come out and make a statement early, but I'm not comfortable enough to roll with the spread in this one at 10 points. I think Cleveland's actually a team. We covered when Spencer Davies in episode one and nothing but bets, but I think Cleveland's one of those teams that they're going to reach their overmark this year from what we've seen in the first week plus of the season. They're a team to me that's probably going to be a mid-30s win team this season. They're well ahead of schedule. I think next year could be a big jump for the Cavaliers. But in the meantime, on Saturday night, I'm going to go with the Suns money line at minus 490 to outright win this game into Cleveland Cavaliers. I think Devin Booker has a big game and Chris Paul. I'm really curious to see Evan Mobley versus DeAndre and or even Jared Allen versus DeAndre because that's going to be one of those matchups where these young bigs are going to be fighting down low. It's another test for Mobley to see how he is in the NBA, but he's passing all the tests of flying colors so far. But I'm going to roll with, as far as picks go, the Cleveland Cavaliers to lose outright against the Phoenix Suns, taking the Suns money line at minus 490. And of course, I'll have all my SGPs when they become available later today on basketballnews.com to give you all my juicy SGPs that have actually been hot lately. We had a couple hits tonight as well, and we'll hopefully have a couple more hit on Saturday night slate as well. So just to quickly go through my picks one more time for you, I have the Celtics money line over the Wizards in Washington at plus 100. I have the Knicks minus six over the Pelicans in New Orleans to cover the spread. I have the Detroit Pistons money line at minus 220 and Cade Cunningham's debut to win over the Orlando Magic. I have the Hawks money line as an underdog on the road in Philadelphia to win and to cover the three and a half point spread. And that's at plus 140 odds. I have the Indiana Pacers money line to win at home against the Toronto Raptors at minus 160. The Utah Jazz money line at minus 180 to win on the road in Chicago. I have the Miami Heat as an underdog as well to win in Memphis tonight. That's going to be, I think, one of the best games on the schedule, quite honestly. I have them plus two in the point spread and plus 110 money line. The Minnesota Timberwolves, I think, make a statement of their own on Saturday night against the last year's MVP, Nicole Jokic. I think Carl Anthony Towns wins the battle this time around, and Anthony Edwards has a big game for Minnesota. I have the Timberwolves minus two and a half to cover the spread against Denver. Milwaukee Bucks minus six and a half over the San Antonio Spurs. I think it's one of the bigger blowouts of the night, quite honestly. And then same goes for the next game, the Golden State Warriors. I'm taking my first double digit spread of the season, minus 12 and a half points to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think this is one of those games where Stephen Curry just goes absolutely nuclear. And then finally, our last game on the docket here, the Phoenix Suns at minus 490 money line to win outright against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's going to do for our latest episode of Nothing But Bets. Hope you all enjoyed our picks. We've actually been super hot the last couple of days, and hopefully it continues as we head into the Halloween. So happy Halloween, everyone. I will be back with you on Halloween 
to give out our picks for Sunday as well. And in the meantime, happy betting.